basement, no longer alone With my homegirl Therese on the microphone Music politics are just chatting it up Brunch in the basement, see that's what's up You never know who might run through Legendary artist or someone brand new You miss a lot when you miss one day At least that's what I heard somebody say But it doesn't really matter what whoever says It's always a good show with Javon and Therese Yeah Brunch in the basement with Javon and Therese Yeah who we got today or what we doing today or whatever it is it's gonna be good hey good morning everybody we're gonna have to do something a little different today and see how it works let's see Oh, let's start with some music. How about that?
You're listening to WJBR Internet Radio, Brunch in the Basement with Javon and Therese. And so I am to just try to make sure that everything's working out as uh, Ms. Melba Moore is calling in today as opposed to uh, being on the video. So I want to make sure that the uh, call-in portion is working. Um, so call us 664. I need you to speak to me. Please say hello. Hello. I can hear you. Okay. I just wanted to make sure that I could hear you. And, um, it sounds like I can. So (laughs) could you do us a favor? We won't, we won't say your name, but if you could just sing a little a little bit. I know you're not warmed up and I know all of that other stuff. I won't even say who you are. Just sing a little bit of Evergreen. Just a little bit. You and I will make each night a first Every day a beginning That was beautiful, Cheryl. <laughs> Thank you, sweetie. You're welcome. Have a great okay. show, Ruby. Thank you, honey. <laughs> Ooh, I'm so fortunate. You see what I live with. You see what I live with. And yes, I love music. And I want to say good morning to Pops. And uh, now that I know that at least um, the telephone situation is working out, when Ms. Moore calls in, which is very exciting, um, we will be prepared for that. I was having a little bit of uh, technological difficulty this morning, and so thank you so much, Cheryl, for um, helping me out with that. And um, Pop, for me, that today is... Demita Joe Jackson's birthday, Janet Jackson. And with that, you know we got to play a little Janet Jackson. 
So, you know, sit back, relax, and enjoy.
next song? The one about me.
acknowledged her greatness, her legendary status, her class. I, I just can't wait. And I'm I'm excited to speak to my homie Rezzy. I'm just waiting for her to come on. Oh my, oh my. I mean, even though we were chatting it up last night, can y'all right? So just hang out with me until she pops on and um you know what? I'm feeling a little Jackson y now that I played some uh Janet. I wanna play a little bit of Michael. How about that? Can we do that? Can we just play a Michael Jackson song? I mean, come on, y'all. You know what? I had to stop that because I don't know. It just—I just needed it from 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 the top, from the top. Yeah.
WJBR Internet Radio, Front in the Baseball, and the Res. And I'm so happy you made it to the show, Rosie. I was so lonely. I really was. I really, really was. You know, and, and not that I'm, I was sitting here alone. I mean, thank you so much, Pops, for keeping me company. And I'm sure that there are other people watching. And, and Cheryl actually, you know, what you missed at the top of the show is Cheryl called in because I was having a little technical difficulty. As you know, we've gotten accustomed to this sort of format. Um. Now, Aunt Elba is going to be calling in, so I had to make sure that everything run smoothly on that end, which you know that was an issue before, which is why we found this thing, whatever. So Cheryl mm-hmm. called in, which was very helpful, and then I told her, I said, you know, nobody knows who you are, so do me a favor. I mean, um, I know you're not warmed up and all this other drama, but if you could sing a little bit of Evergreen, just... um. You know, and, and 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 she sang a little bit, and I was like, "Thank you, Cheryl." <laughs> so, so yeah, there was that. Oh, a beautiful voice. Yes, she does. I'm blessed to live in the household to hear that every now and then. As are you. We share that in singers, you know, out there being vocalists, and we both love music and. Then uh, I'm just catching you up. And then, um, by the way, I read your one of your emails anyway, and I'm like, okay, so we're gonna have to put in an additional show next week. Let's do it. Okay. Why? Like because maybe Tuesday, and because we can. Because. Right. So everybody watching, listening, and pops, I'll catch you up. So because we're gonna need extra help with. Um, letting people know because people are not accustomed to us doing shows like on a Tuesday or something like that. Yes, Pops. We need baby, we need you. Um so so yeah, so um then Pops also reminded me this morning before the show that um today so of mm. course I started up with some Jackson music, we did that, and you know, you play Janet, you got to play a little bit of Michael. And um, Pop said to make sure to have you tell us about your Janet Jackson story. Oh man, yes, yes, you know, Janet Jackson. The Jackson. Now I'm trying to think. This may have been the first uh, black musical family dynasty, the Jacksons. But Janet Jackson is a face. So many performers that it's easy to pay homage to Madame Janita Joe Jackson um, to to just kind of kick off. Stuff. So uh, her, she was in Vegas, as we all know doing a residency, and um, it was her, her birthday last year, and 
she's got an amazing bunch of folk that are surrounding her that keep her circle tight and well-oiled and moving, you know. One of them happens to be a friend of ours, you know. Um, shout out to Joey. We love you. And he thought it would be a great idea because we found out a little a little tidbit that Touch It is one of Janet's favorite songs, right? So now Mo and Janet have met before, but uh, planning on doing some things private and, you know, very controlled because she was, you know, in Vegas in her residency. So um, Touch It is a song that um, discovered that Janet works out to and it's timed up before he hits the stage. Who knew? Wow, and that that says so much of all the songs in the world. She picked your song to work out to. That that's the song that gets her pump. That's what's up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to Mo. Yeah, yeah, because you know that's you know, and touch it still when it hits a dance floor, you know, and you know, and it's and shout out to the amazing people around the world who still tag her in videos them doing dance routines off Touch It. That is like from Japan. I saw some groups from Japan, but get into that for a second. This one here is about Janet. Right. So we um, do a little voyage. We get in to Vegas. We fly into Vegas and Janet doesn't know. She thinks she's going out somewhere, you know. And her team shout out to Terry, the manager. Amazing, amazing because she totally told us she was going someplace else. So Janet had no idea. And then she walked uh, Teddy Riley and, and wow, just so many folks that, you know, swooped down and had this little intimate, really, really private affair. And Mo got an opportunity to um, uh, hang out and then uh, uh, also um, perform Touch It Live. Now, wow. <laughs> she performed for Janet. Janet. It was, yeah, it, well, it's what you want to call it, because it's like, I heard this is one of your favorite songs. I'm going to just do it here live for you. Absolutely. And, you know, all of her dancers were there, and they were dancing, and Janet just stood there like this <laughs> the whole time, which was so adorable. That and is then, freaking yeah. amazing. That is freaking, yeah. that is amazing. Yeah. They got a chance to catch up and could pull on the couch and just talk about stuff. And, you know, she was just, she's just so gracious and so open and so warm and just love and laughter. And that, that's just what it was. You know, it was most non-industry feeling um, uh, that was had. It was just such a, a love fest there. So, you know, and about, you know, that's what it's about. Um, and, you know, kind of what the show is about, you know, it's just sometimes you know, things just to the fundamentals, back down to the fundamentals, and you remember why you do this. It's wonderful when artists hold other artists and humans hold other humans in reverence, you know. And of course, Janet is one of those faiths, and they, you know, and people have over the years kind of said how when they're shot, you know, they kind of, you know, kinfolk anyway, brand the scope of things, but. You know, it was a great night. You know, we flew in, partied, and flew out, you know, the Vegas, and, you know, and then there's some details that are just, we'll stay in Vegas, you know what I mean? But that's, you know, um, and, and Janet told Mo, you know, directly, she's like, you know, Mo, like, touching is one of my favorites. You can ask anybody. And they were all like, yeah, this is what she has in the dress room, which is, which is dope, you know? 
inspiring to, you know, and um, quite like the recent verses Erica on, you know, a lot of folks were like, um, who you got, who you got? I got both, because they're both ours, and they both touch me in ways, you know, and it's bam. So, you know, like, I'm never going to pick two women ever against each other. Oh, ever. absolutely, absolutely. They both serve so many cellular things in their music, in their interpretation of song, and they're both gifted, gifted artists. And I just thank them both for allowing us to uh, peek into their journey with the history they gave in verses and with the, with the reverence they had for each other and keeping each other lifted and just just how you just, how you treat how you're supposed to treat each other. Yeah, yeah. And they're, they're, they're both great for different reasons, you know. They're, they're every, you know, everybody is is a un, in, in, an individual, you know. And um, I'm sure you can get one of those individuals to come on to our show and be our special guest soon, as not of them have been on our new video platform as a special guest. So, you know, that that particular thing I need you to set up for us, okay? And since we mentioned it, and before we get into um, preparing for our special guests, and by the way, that's a legendary story. I love these backgrounds. That's a le- Thank you so much for sharing that, and thanks, Pop, for asking to for me to ask her. You know what I'm saying. And um, But now, I got I would be remiss. I have to play. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Jack Knight in the color house. Do this and make it bounce. Tell me what you're saying. Jack Knight in the color house. Show me what you're saying. Thank you. 
That's right. You're listening to WGR Internet Radio, Brunch in the Basement with Javon and Therese. Just listen to a little bit of Momo Nifa. And Miss um, Charlene Smith, Touch It is one of her favorite Mooney Pairing sisters. And she said, That is my jam in all caps. And um, it's time for us to get legend. I'm sorry, we got to start getting ready for the for the for the legendary Miss Melbourne. Just want, to, just want to say shout out to Bradner because a little fun fact on that touch it that was his first. Now he's gone on to do big blockbuster movies like Rush Hour and X Men and everything. That was his first music. Uh, and shout out to legendary Jack Knight, of course, who right. produced that track. No, oh, that's right. Oh, that's right. Shout out to all the legends. All the legends. We gotta get some oh. some some film producers on the show. We need to do that. Yeah. Love do that. Um we, you know I gotta play this song. This is one of my favorite songs. All the favorites. Let's let's just do this.
just say that the legendary Melba Moore is a Tony Award winner, four-time Grammy Award nominated actress, singer, teacher, believer, auntie to all who know her and beloved symbol of black excellence. She is legendary, not only in her personal accomplishments, but in her willingness and continued effort in helping others. We've had a number of artists on the show who humbly thank and acknowledge Ms. Moore for her genius, her genuineness, and her help in their careers. As for this program, I don't know why you're here, but as for us, you know what I'm saying? She was the very first legendary artist to give us a yes back in 2014. And that yes loaned validity to our platform and she continues to be one of our greatest supporters. When I see that Ms. Moore is commenting in our chats, watching and enjoying our shows, commenting on interviews, I know I'm doing something right. I know that we're doing something right. Amen. She's definitely a woman of God, a symbol of strength, beauty, longevity, definitely femininity. Is she not the most one of the most feminine women you have ever seen? She's just beautiful, and um, it's it's more than pleasure. It's absolute honor. To um, introduce to to welcome onto the show, I this phenomenal woman. Everybody, welcome Miss Moore. Hi, thank you for having me.
Can you hear me? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) Oh, okay. I didn't know if it was static or it was applause. (laughs) Oh, gee. Oh, we we gonna have we gonna have to get better with that then. That was that was applause. Oh no. It might not be your fault. I'm not sure. No, no. But thank you so much for having me again. I'm glad you guys are doing well too. Oh my goodness, we love you to pieces. Are you kidding? We, you know what? If it were, if it were possible, if it were doable, and if it's something that we can talk about down the road, we can have you as a, a, a every now and then co-host or something. You know, you want to pop in and give. Um, Thank Melbourne you. I'll, I'll receive like that. that invitation. Sure, absolutely. We we gonna have to Woo! we gonna have to set that up. We have Melbourne moments or or whatever you want to call it. We, <laughs> look, this is when when I say that this is your show. This is your show. I, we Thank love you. We love you. <laughs> I'm I'm just falling out. Hey, Andy Melba. Good morning. Good morning. Very very pleased to be with you guys today. I feel I feel wonderful. Excellent. That is such good news in in this particular time and date and space because um, woo the world right right it's a very special time. <clears throat> you can't take your health for granted at all. I mean, you you never can. But now, wow. I mean, you know, it's you 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 can't see this enemy. You you can't smell it. You can't feel it. You only know it. Sometimes you don't know it. You don't have any any symptoms. So. We have to be very careful and very, very appreciative of our health right now. Absolutely, and going forward because you know, right. It, it, it right now this this is um definitely one of those things that that should be a lesson, if for nothing else. I mean, there's a lot. Everybody's talking about lessons that they learn personally right now, right? Um, while they're doing this reset or or right. you know, um, yeah, but, we, we um, can call it a lot of different things because we've never been through this before. Yep. And and people are considering that, you know, even once they get this thing under control, there may be something else lurking around the corner. How do we protect ourselves right. from un- right. unseen enemies, like you said, you know? And one thing about you, you've always taken good care of yourself, at least. At least now you're taking really good care of yourself. You look fabulous. Oh, marvelous. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a joke, but you know, I've, I've been on the edge all my life, so I feel like everybody's in the same place I am now. <laughs> mm-hmm. okay. Talk, hey, talk a little bit more about that. Let's flesh that out. Sure. Well, um, of course, you know, I'm I'm uh, African American, so I came, come from um, a family Southern background, which meant pretty much we ate wrong because we came mm. here as slaves and we were given slop. Let me just put it how it was, okay? And and um, not realizing that growing up, why I was sick all the time was because the food I was eating was poisoning me. Now what we understand that's really the case of most people. Mo- most of the um, problems that we have, if it's diabetes, if it's high blood pressure, if it's obesity, if it's heart problems, it generally can be traced back to some food that you're, you're not um, receiving well that's poisoning you. And in some cases, it's just people just eating junk, which we haven't, hadn't been, hadn't, we have been now, to some degree anyway, taught what is really food for us. It's not some of the stuff that we've been eating. It's not 
food. We're not supposed to be eating it. And it, it's poisoning us. And so I didn't, we didn't know why I always had asthma, um, uh, pneumonia, uh, actually uh, respiratory types of problems. And then uh, later, you know, when I was a professional, I would get laryngitis, you get sinus problems, you get ear problems, every, everything to do with the breathing mechanism. And I think since I'm a woman of God, it's not a coincidence that all those things are all associated with the Holy Spirit or the Holy Breath or the very life force of you. So I'm laughing and joking because I'm used to being at war. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yes. That, that's, that's. I mean, not you, you, you. I, I don't. I don't want to do that because people listening, they may have issues, and this is the first time, or you know, it's they haven't had a whole lot of exposure to this. And if I'm making jokes of it, I may bring the wrong attention to it, so they can't pay proper attention. Because it's you know, when you go through things and God heals you, then it's your responsibility to pass that on, so that other people can be prevented from it, or if they get sick, they can get well. And in some cases, right now, you can't go to the doctor. How about that? Yeah, How about that. Yeah. Mm. And the Absolutely. last place you want to be is a hospital. Yeah. Right. Right. These are the places that normally they, they're to heal us. But as far as I'm concerned, they've been in complicity to, to, to getting us sick in the first place and getting us to take drugs all the time instead of preventing and eating eating right and getting the right uh, spiritual nourishment and getting the right uh, exercise and uh, maybe taking supplements and the kinds of things. If you, you know, you go and you get tested for various things because you're supposed to get, you know, uh, a, a test, you know, an examination at least once or twice a year to find out what kind of a shape your instrument is in. And you find that everybody, you know, might have different balances or different uh, combinations of things in their in their bodies. Maybe they have, you know, you have an allergy allergy to something. Well, you learn, okay, I don't eat that. I, I can't eat peanuts or anything to do with that, you know. You you may have something else if you find out how, how your body functions. And it's like any other kind of machine here. You find out what it takes, you give it that, but you don't put stuff in it that, that harms it. And that's kind of really the basic thing. Most of the things that, if you get, catch it in an early enough stage, usually can be changed with diet. Now, I think that's an incredibly encouraging yes although although it's a shame we're just sitting here poisoning ourselves <laughs> no it's true it's absolutely true like um i i remember um a few years ago there was a, a young lady i worked with and she had a heart disease there was some water around that would form around her heart or something like that and mm-hmm. the the deal was that she had to eat differently and um, like no salt and, you know, just certain things she wasn't supposed to eat. She had a child who at time was about 12 years old. And I remember seeing her eating a bag of potato chips, one of the things definitely not on the list to eat. And I said to her, you know, I said, Natara, why are you, why are you eating those chips? You shouldn't be eating that. And her her response was, Look, if I can't have what I want, then I might as well die. Lo and behold, it was not more than a few months later that, unfortunately, she passed away. But it takes um, a great deal of discipline. It's, it's hard. It's, yeah. <clears throat> well, we have to see. That's why it's important to be a, a person who believes in God, because <clears throat> you have the devil and all the different aspects of it that are under the, the whole world is under that influence. So you you're not gonna just go and and do something and do it right and that it's going to be easy like that. There's right. always going to be something in your nature that's coming against 
fighting against your very self, your, your very wholeness. So you've got right. to know that, first of all. If you don't know that there's an enemy, you're not going to be prepared for war, and you're going, you're going to lose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You mentioned something early on about, you know, first of all, they fed us slop, and that hit a chord with me, Auntie Melville, because <laughs> real, real talk, some of our connection, well, actually, all of our connection has a lot to do with um, our ancestors and how generation right. food and, and great food, don't get me wrong, great taste food, the only thing right. about the food, the food then is that it was a lot more healthier and it was grown. Right. But and some with of regard to how we were fed, yeah. that was passed along to us and we picked up things. And outside, and separate from drug addiction, food addiction is probably the highest addiction, a worse addiction than we, we, we have. You know, um, salt and sugar is almost in everything that we we eat, you know. And And salt is very addictive. I'm sorry? Salt is very addictive. Yeah, it is. It is. And also the source of a lot of high blood pressure, you know, and and although they have great supplements on the market, that takes some time to get used to. So I understand um, the struggle, but I also understand, like, what you said is most important. Really, that's the key to life. And right. if we just grow our food and get and manage what we eat and know where it came right. from, you know, and we're going toward we're that. We're going toward that. And um, I'll yeah. just be religious and say we, we fell from grace through food. Yeah. Isn't that yeah. something? Isn't that something? Well, it's important because God does things in a pattern and it's provable. And so, you know, if you're interested and you focus and you have some kind of help and guidance and nourishment, you can find your way. That's that's the great thing. That's what's so important, I think, and why, <clears throat> you know, we, we don't have to lose hope or we don't have to give up. Well, I don't I don't I don't know what you know which issue might be. It might have gone too far and too many. I guess it's what they call a generational curse because first of all, most of the times it's passed on to you. You didn't first of all you didn't even ask to be born. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> By the time you find out anything's wrong, you know you've got a serious issue. Even if you find out at six or seven years old, so it's it's not an easy or simple thing always. But however, God is stronger than all that stuff. But that's why I'm a believer. <laughs> Amen. Go right there, Auntie Melbourne. I, let me just ask you because I I I've adopted you as my aunt. Thank does, you. Does, does that bother you that we refer to? I never ask permission, so I need to formally ask permission. Or if, if it if it's something that you're uncomfortable with, I'll just refer to you as Miss Moore. No, uh, we got We got to be family. You know, we have absolutely, to be family because that's how I just. I just have embraced you in my heart and thank in my mind. You. <laughs> You've always been like an auntie to me. And thank you so much for that. Um, let yeah, me just read definitely. some of the comments um, and then we'll, we'll um, take a call or two. It seems like a couple of people are online. Um, so first of all, everyone who's watching, uh, please share this broadcast onto your social media. If you're listening, please share it. Let people know that Miss Melba Moore is on the line and willing to help to you, um, which I think is a wonderful thing. The number to call in 
if you're listening but you would like to speak, um, the number to call in is 347-996-5394. That's 347-996-5394. Don't be shy. You can call in. Call the number. If you want to speak, press 1 on your phone. I will see it, and I will uh, pick your number. Um, but first, I'm going to read some of these comments. Uh, Walt Taylor says, hi there, my two queen sisters, listening to our queen, Elba. And um, Walt and Ulysses Carter, everybody's talking about the note that you held in Fallen, but they don't know when you sing live that <laughs> That is some um, amazing note that you, she, this woman, <laughs> look, Woo! y'all have to see her live. You've been listening to I'm... the music on the, you have to go to her concert. That's, that's what I'm going to say about that. Um, yes. I made a comment about your femininity because you are so feminine to me. That's what I think when I look at you on stage <laughs> and when I see your pictures and everything, I'm Wow, she's just beautiful. And um, Ulysses says she is soft and pink. I don't know about the pink part, but <laughs> I will <laughs> say. Well, that's a very ladylike color. Yes, I get yeah. that. I yeah. get that. I get that. But um, very much a lady. Um, Walt says, much love to Melba. Always love coming at you, my dear queen. Charlene <laughs> Smith says, welcome to the fabulous Melba Moore. Um, Walt agreed with what you were saying, um, putting a period on it by saying, commenting, amen. And <laughs> Debbie Turner says hello to her favorite leaves. And with that, I'm going to take a call. Now, I don't know. This one may or may not work out. I know she's a fan. I don't know whether or not she really knows that she pressed one to speak, but she's been holding on for a long time. Mom, are you there? Yes, I am. I just was going to say at the beginning when I heard uh, the lady sing, and I thought it was going to be Melba Moore, but when I heard that voice, I knew it was Cheryl. Okay. Yep, it was Cheryl. How are you today, How are you today? I'm fine. How are you? I'm great. Would you like to say hello to Mel Moore? How are you, Miss Moore? Oh, fantastic. Nice to hear you. <laughs> Good. Keep doing what you're doing, and I wish you all the best in your success. Same to you. Keep doing what you're doing. Live a good life. Stay alive, baby girl. All right. I hear that. <laughs> Amen. Thanks, Mom. Okay. I kind of cut off. Uh, take, <laughs> um, take another call. 7148. Last four digits of your number. What's your name and where you calling from? 7148. Is that the number yep. that you just spoke? Yep, that's you. What's your name and where you calling from? I'm calling from New York City. My name is Ronald Haney, and I love the queen of Broadway soul, Miss Melba Moore, and I just want to say hello to her. Thank you, Ronald. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you, ma'am. And, um, you know, I want to hit you with a question. You know, I'm a big fan 
a Motown. Right. You know, we we love Detroit. We love Detroit and its people. And um, you know, it's to well, my I'm understanding sorry. I'm, that I'm from New York. I'm not from Detroit, so you got me mixed up with some other people. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Nah, nah. We got so many. I don't mind. We're all in the family. Nah, but you know what? Well, you know, I I build you. Oh, do you just love Detroit? You're allowed to love Detroit too. Yes, yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Now, <laughs> oh man, well, you're an absolute blessing to all of us on the planet right now. Um, you know, I could sing your praises from for the rest of my life because you've been a part of my life musically all my life, ma'am. And um, and so has Motown. But you know, I'm a New Yorker like you. You know what I mean? Um, my question is because it's to my Understanding that you know Motown could have signed you in the early '70s, but I think uh, is it Capitol Records that had a bigger deal. Like you know, I wanna, you know, I wanna hear about that, if you can, ma'am. Oh, uh, I don't think they were fighting over me. <laughs> <laughs> I Somehow I don't think so. <laughs> but uh, my my, uh, my recording companies were um, uh, Mercury Records was my first okay. company. I was still yes, on Broadway when I signed with them. Then when I left them, I went to Buddha Records. <clears throat> then I went to Epic Records. Uh, and then yes. I went to uh, Capitol Records. No, okay, okay, okay. Thank you so for that So thank God I got, a nice, I got a nice catalog. And that's important because sometimes if you only have like one hit record or one or two, it's very hard for you to actually do a show of your own music. You have to do everybody else's songs because you don't have enough music, but also yes, because God has given me longevity, a lot of those yes, songs ma'am. that I recorded, they will revert back to me now because the laws have changed. Wow. I know that's right. I know that's to God beautiful. be all the glory on that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 You know, so that's, that's all I have. You know, okay. Yeah. Um, By the wow. way, sir, I have new music yes, out, just so you know. That's right. Well, that's that's now, well, let me just say this. Let me just say this here. Wait a minute, just let me say this here. Everything old ain't yeah. bad, like me, okay? But I got something new. <laughs> well, well you, my man's 50, I mean, listen, 47 ain't old. <laughs> no, no, oh, you come back when you grow up, okay? <laughs> so, 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 listen, if you're looking, if you're watching the, the broadcast right now, you will see in my hand the Melbourne Moore CD. And the day I turn to you, yes. in my hand, it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful, beautiful CD. I, I also download it digitally because I just love the whole thing. So please make sure that you purchase it and um, continue to support our living legend and enjoy this good, good music. Um, beautiful picture. Yeah, it is a beautiful picture on Thank you. Thank you. Um, <clears throat> Thank you. to make outstanding um, music. And, um, yeah, so please let everybody know. Ronald, please let yes. your friends and your family know. Thank you so much for calling. And um, everybody, you can see what the news looks like. Oh, my goodness. So, speaking of which, um, I, I have to apologize to you, Ms. Moore. When I went to... Um, See you that day, and we took those fabulous pictures that I keep posting. Um, <laughs> would you? And and I'm a person, although I am so in love with music, I am not um, starstruck. I'm not a starstruck kind of person. 
Like uh-huh. I meet celebrities, and I just they're just people who happen to have sung things that I like, and so I just speak to them, right? Okay. Well, I I'm so sorry. I completely lost it when I saw you. <laughs> I sat next to you, and I couldn't think of one thing to say. It was <laughs> I was so completely embarrassed as I trudged away carrying all my equipment for no reason because I didn't I didn't use any equipment except the camera and didn't ask not one damn question. I, I apologize for that. Well, well I that's I kind of being all the way live. You don't know how it's going to affect you. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I, I can understand, Javon, because she has such a beautiful light. Yes, you know, so I, a lot of times if you're not ready, it can be blinding, you know. She's such a gracious, gracious spirit, you know, and, and very kind. So I can understand that. Oh my goodness. I was I was I was <laughs> taken. I was taken. And so I I humbly apologize. The journalist Javon, the media personality Javon apologizes. But <laughs> the the human being man of Melbourne says, Wow, <laughs> Yay, I'm glad. You know, to, to piggyback off the last caller a bit, you know, he's absolutely right. You know, you've been the soundtrack on so many levels. And, and, and if, I could, if I could give some reverence real fast, like my introduction to your music was in 76. And, and yeah, I said 76, you know, because twirling being that young to, to pick me up, I'll dance. Was that yeah. just one of my all-time favorites? You know, when I was a little kid, and you know, and and I want to shout out to my mom again. She was the one turned me on a lot of stuff. She was the one Lucy Pearly, you know, all those things. So like, you were always one of those those figures that was you know early on introduced to me, you know, and and yeah. and of course later on partying in places like the Paradise Garage and different venues. They right. kept you music. <laughs> always, you know? always, yeah. And I'm yeah. very grateful too. So I got friends yeah. in high places because you guys were in my life when I was in your life very early on. This is it's a good good wonderful thing. It's a good thing. It 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 is. Mm-hmm. And and um you know, to to be able to be a child in the Bronx growing up listening to music and yeah. you know, back then, um people who had any level of celebrity were so far physically to reach um there's no yeah. way to reach them you send them a letter and pray that they got it and you listen to the to the 45s you listen to the album right. you know but in terms of the music the recorded music and the support those are great cultural centers yeah to grow up in yeah. you know where the communities are you know are bonded together they listen to the music they have events they do things and so you you have memories that are being built up, and they you know they center around who that time and that period whatever was going on in that time. I want to let you know too. I have something else new that you got to mention because it just came to my attention. I did a um, a dance record last year, and and the uh, the gentleman who wrote it, his name is George Pettis, extremely wonderfully talented person from Austin, Texas. But, but this has just been remixed, so, so I'm going to have like a house record or something, whatever y'all call it now. What? <laughs> yes. Oh, and he's from Chicago, yes. and everybody knows him because he's Chicago a big house. Re- 
Yep. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, that's ridiculous. Okay. Yes. Chicago's like the Bronx in New York. They have their own self thing, like I like to say. Anyway, um, the it's being mixed by this uh, record producer, and uh, he's a DJ and a mixer, but he's very, very, very famous and a credential. So I know it's going to be a smash, 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 smash hit. His name is Terry Hunter. So you got to look out for this. The song is, huh? Yes, we know that name. He is very I know popular. you do. That's why I can't, I can't let you go without this. This just happened. I mean, I just got the news of it yesterday. I did it quite a while ago, but they finished the mix and everything. They're getting ready to release it in the next couple of weeks. You got to look out for this. It's called I'm Just Doing Me. Okay. Mm. So you might have to write it down or something, but so, yeah. so you, you remember it when it comes out. We're we going to get it. We, oh, we're going to get okay. it. <laughs> and it's going to be pleasant. Yeah. That's, that's, you know, don't even Thank worry you. about that. Got you. Thank we you. got you. We, yeah, you know, for sure. We we family. We family. We believe in <laughs> Thank <everything>. you. <laughs> right. Yeah. On this show, this nepotism wins. We're gonna share the blessings down yeah. from generation to generation. No more yeah. of that other stuff. That's over. There we go. There we go. And rotation, rotation. Some some things yeah. that we've about the show since the last time you were on to Melba too. Like we have um. We've uh, staged the visual, you know, and I know that you're on audio oh, today, but great. come back on when we get that hot dance track on for you. You know, great. hopefully maybe you can pop on visually. Yeah, I'll get my equipment upgraded so I can do my, you know, home thing here. Put, put myself, I did my first selfie the other day. Oh, I saw that. I saw that. We I said it to everybody. Oh, Miss Moore, look at you. You're coming into the 21st century. Look at you. That's right. That's right. So we, 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 we definitely got you. And we are, you know, we're looking forward to, I'm looking forward to the new music. And, yes, next time we're going to help you. I will walk you through it. There are some other um, legendary artists, you know, who are not, necessarily technologically inclined that I have um, helped through this process of coming on to the show. Um, Thank vision. you. Would you call us slightly old school? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, you know, I just classic. like to say classic. You know? Okay. Classic. That's a better way. Yeah. That Let's sounds take better. Well, <laughs> um, 0361 are the last four digits of your number. What's your name and where you calling from? Ah, uh, yes. My name is Jim Marshall. I'm calling from the D.C. area. Um, hi, hi, Melba. It's hi, so Jim. Good to... Welcome aboard. <laughs> Thank you so much. Um, it's just been a pleasure to see you on um, IG. Um, my username is Big Stardust. Um, if you 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 you've liked several comments, it's so it's so cool to be able to send messages and just to see you do your thing. Um, I just wanted to. My mother, you know, also brought me. Uh, she was the one who had the albums in the basement. I'm 53, yeah. um, and so we just would listen to listen to your music, and um, the, I mean the Wiz, just cultural. Icons. No, 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 no. Excuse me, that's Stephanie Mills. That's not Melba Moore. Melba Moore is oh. Curly. See, I see. You just can't. now that not, next thing you're gonna call me Leslie Uggins, okay? <laughs> but you know we I'm have so many wonderful I artists. I am not insulted. See, because I know when I was growing up, we had some, but we didn't have as many as we do now. We have many more great, 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 great artists. But uh, the, uh, people always get me and Stephanie mixed up because we're both little. 
yeah. I'm sorry. That is my my mistake. I'll take that humbly. Um, but I did want to say I appreciate you talking about food and um, the Bible, and I think it's just so great to hear you say that, um, especially, I mean, most people don't even barely want to look at the first page of Genesis, and it talks about eating right, and you're just hitting right. it on the head that right. how you our, know, our, If you don't get started right, you can't go where you're trying to go. So you got to start right. Go ahead. And I think also it's one of the saddest things is that we don't, we as a, you know, you mentioned slop and eating the food, that, the, the bad foods that we've eaten, but we've also seem to have been so deceived that we don't even see ourselves as those people in, in the Bible that, you know, that would, yeah. you know, that really yeah. most of it centered in, in Egypt, Moses, everybody was right. on the continent of Africa. And um, the you. food, we've got to start we were to told. Learn truly who we are, who are, what our, what our uh, history is, so we can find out how, how to have the best life we can have. Go ahead, please. Amen. Yeah, I mean, and we were, we were told what to eat, and I think we just a lot of times have forgotten, you know, we try to recreate, we make our history just starting um, here in no. the United States and don't give we're the ourselves... Only ones- we're the only ones that, that do that because we're the only ones that were brought here as slaves and our history was cut off from us. But we have to stop that and go back and tell our history and, and uh, sh- share that with the next generations coming along or they're going to be doomed to make the same mistakes. So you got to do that. Appreciate it. You, I mean, I appreciate hearing you say that and seeing you online. I saw that first selfie. That's just, I was so, I was like, oh, I contacted my mother. Said, Mom, you saw my more. selfie? Uh, absolutely. I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> You keep that up. That is just, I'm just so, that's that's so refreshing to um, see, um, I just say cultural icons. Um, and, you know, you and Shaka um, are on yeah. a lot and just, it's just, it just changes things, you know, because I can like. Okay, now it's okay you know, if you confuse me with Shaka. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm joking. Go ahead. Well, you, I mean, just from a cultural leadership standpoint, to me, that's, you know, that's what I see, you know, um, where you got, you keep putting up some of, you put up some of those old videos that you've, you've posted up, um, you know, some of the black and white stuff. And I'm going, there we go. You know, you get, you got so many people trying to, you know, they're, they're, they're thinking they're doing something new and they're just not paying homage and respect to people who were, I mean, they really need, it would be nice. If if they had to take you know some lessons to you know to get that cultural degree, <laughs> well, you know, so that you can make sure that when you've contributed what you have, you get credit for it, and it's the foundation for the next generation coming along because it goes on and on and on and on until Jesus comes back. Amen. Yes, ma'am. Amen. Yes, ma'am. And let me let me just tell you, sir, if you are a Melbourne Moore fan, as clearly you are, and if you even think about Shaka Khan in a musical sense at all. This is the show for you. So you should be a subscriber. You mentioned well, Shaka and Khan and you mentioned Melbourne Moore in the same sentence. You, I don't even know if you are a subscriber, but if not... No, you, I'm not. That's what I wanted to bring up. I mean, when I was looking, when I saw only saw the phone number on uh, Melba's IG post, and so okay. there was really not any link. Um, there was a hashtag but there was no link that I could, you know, that, you know, um, I could go to my computer on anything like that. So, um, again, you know, just that's a, and some of the things that go with the technology. I do a little technology myself. So, oh, you do? Um, oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, my, we my, might my, need uh, you. Web- What's oh, your website? Good. What's your website? Bigstardust.com. 
Big Stardust? Yeah. BigStardustLock.com. Like in, okay. as in. See, Auntie Melba, you making you making connections here. Good. Um, Very good. Yeah. So so we're um dot com. You can check us out there um, on YouTube. For everybody who's listening, we are WJBR Internet Radio, and you can actually watch the broadcast. We're broadcasting now live. Um, so you can see Therese and I right now. Sometimes some of our artists actually appear live visually with us. And sometimes, um, as in today, our, our artists call in on www.blogtalkradio um, backslashwjbr.com. Okay, I'm finding you right so, now. Yeah, so there's so many ways. We're on Facebook. Um in the basement with Javon and Therese. Um, we're all over the place. Once you once you Google us, you'll find us. And I will be looking you up too, young man, because our family, as Auntie Melba said, and we need more family to pray. We have a completely filled up phone bank, and we are going to keep Yay. moving with the call. You know what, Auntie Melba, let me tell you, yes. we haven't been calling in like this. I'm not used to it. All right, Get used to it. I'm not used to this anymore. I know the feeling. Get used to it, baby. Okay. Downhill from here. Okay. (laughs) Seven, six, three, eight are the last four digits of your number. What's your name and where you calling from, love? Oh, man. Bless the Lord. Oh, my soul and all that's in me because I got off work 40 minutes ago, and when I got in my car, I heard, Falling being played, and I knew Javon and Therese had on Melba Moore. So I said, maybe she's going to be on the show. So I have not moved out of this parking spot for 42 minutes. Because I, I hope to make you got sure parked in the middle of the street. No, no, no. I'm still in the parking lot at my Did job. Did you pull over to the side? <laughs> I have not Keep your name and where you calling from, love. This is Walt Taylor. This is Walt Taylor. I'm in Maryland. Of course, I'm working. <laughs> I'm Brooklyn born and but you know Melbourne Moore uh let me tell you somebody better come and knock me in the head because am I actually on the line with the Melbourne Moore because I've been waiting for this moment and I am so delighted Melbourne let me say this to you I am extremely proud of you because I I go way back with you and I know you know the struggles that you have gone through and you have just proven that the scripture is real in First Corinthians fifteen fifty seven, where it says Christ always gives us the victory, and you are victorious, always. my dear sister. And I am extremely proud of you. I am so glad that you are also in my group, the old school music group. And uh, you know, <laughs> you you you've chimed in once in a while, and I do appreciate it. And I'm just so proud right. of you, Melba. Right. Well, glad to be with you today. Oh my God! Hi, Walt. We love Walt. <laughs> Sweetheart, such a generous yeah. soul and just a, a nice man and a, a, a great DJ. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm very happy that you had the opportunity to speak to, to Melba. Yeah, thank you so very much. And now I can I can pull off and I can go home now because uh, uh, I know the callers are waiting to get in. <laughs> I can call, I know the calls are waiting to get in, so I don't want to take up a lot of time. But Melba, continue to be blessed, continue to stay safe, and just know that we, even though I'm from Brooklyn, New York, I live in Maryland now, but I'm still loving on you. 
Thank you so much. And now I'm loving on you. Bless you. Have a great, great, great day. Amen. Aww. All right. All right. Let's keep it moving. Um, the next caller, 2090 are the last four digits of your number. 2090. Hello, what's your name and where you calling from? 2090 are the last four digits of your number. How you doing, Javon, Therese, and the fabulous Mobile Moore? This is Charlene Smith speaking. How you doing? Hi, Charlene. Welcome aboard. Hi, Charlene. I'm one of their uh, faithful listeners. I listen every time they're on. But I just oh, wanted to say, Miss. I just wanted to say, Miss Moore. I became a big fan of yours. When I went to see you in Pearly, oh, you set the, sh- the show on fire. It was fantastic. That voice of yours, it just resonated throughout the whole theater, so just thunderous. And also, I don't Thank know you. if you're going to remember this or not, but back way back in the day, you had a Christmas special on TV. I hope you remember this. And you had on um, a white fur outfit. Do you remember that? Uh <clears throat> Which Christmas and uh, it was a I Christmas. Did, I did it for you. I'm, I'm, sorry, I'm, not, I'm not really asking you that because I'm not sure I really remember which one you're talking about. Um, but um, was it okay? <laughs> was it? Okay? Oh, it was fabulous. You had on that white fur outfit, and every time I think of you now, I think of that white fur outfit. Oh, it's, it's fabulous. Oh, we'll just remember that part then. Okay. And also, <laughs> I remember you when Cotton comes to Harlem. <laughs> Oh, no. You were so cute in that. You were so cute. I wanted. I was hoping they would have let you sing that song longer, but you know they had to sh- to do the movie. Well, but I mean, you yeah, were fabulous. I in wasn't that. no star then yet. I was still in hair. Yeah, I know. It was. That's what I'm saying. That was way back in the day. But I knew right. even then that you were going to be a big star. I'm a big fan wow. of yours. I have your music. I have Thank it when you, you were with Freddie Jackson. I have. I have everything. And I'd Thank love you. to see you in person someday. I know this this pandemic has it where we can't yeah. uh, go anywhere yeah. and see anybody. But if you're ever in like the metropolitan area of New Jersey, Philadelphia, well, or you, New York, do you ever go to uh, any of the city wineries? No, I don't, but I've been getting that on my phone, so I'm going to start yeah, going I, to that. Yeah, I think it's because it's a franchise, but they're starting to have more locations. And just Yes, they have the, one in Philly. They have one in Philly also down here. I'm, yeah. I'm from Willingboro, New Jersey, but oh, okay. I, would go to, to, I would go to New York to see you. Well, I mean, the, the ones that, that, that I've uh, just been invited to do a bunch at are in the Washington, Virginia area, but they're, I just started my relationship with them, and they're starting to expand the, the franchise. So I would beseech you to look out for city winery types of things. I know I'm going to be um, at, at some of the different locations, and I've, I've been going back to, like, uh, Blues Alley regularly for the last three or four years things like that. Those are things I know I'm going to be doing. I know I'm going to be in the Boston area. I guess I'm just kind of a shout-out. I don't know exactly. But people are so mobile these days. They don't just necessarily go to, you know, one area where they live in anymore. Everybody is so mobile. That's true, because I'm I'm willing to travel to see you. Well, you're going to have to see if it's safe or not, you know. That's why I'm giving a few different Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to run out there as soon as they say go. I'm going to be smart and wait and see how it works. We know better than to listen to the president. Amen. Let me tell you. Mm. He had us out there yesterday if he could. (laughs) He doesn't care about the people. He just wants the economics to pick up. But we have to be smart, you know. We have to watch where he's trying to open up, and those people need to really be smart. 
Yeah. Well, and they need to be careful because, you know, there are people, too. They can catch a germ, too. Yeah, well, it's starting to spread in the White House now, so uh, maybe he needs something. to rethink. He needs to rethink that not wearing a mask. He's the only person in a a meeting without a mask on. That's ridiculous. You're supposed to, to yeah. lead by example. I mean, it'll just show us something. So you know, we're going to support sanity and each other. <laughs> yes, and God bless you, and keep doing what you're doing. And Therese, Javon, I love you guys. Everybody have a blessed day. Thank you. Thank you, you too. Bye bye. Wait, can you hear me, Miss? Yes, Smith? I can yes. hear you. Okay, yes. before you leave, I just want to ask you a question because um, you mentioned Pearly. You mentioned this Christmas show where she's wearing a white fur oh, outfit. Yes. Let oh me my just goodness. Ask you this. Did you off? Did you also watch her and Clifton Davis on the show that they had for a short period of time. Did you? Did well, you that was the show it was on, actually, when she had on the white ah. fur outfit. She was singing with Clifton Davis. Okay. Yeah. okay. Of course I watched that show, Javon. Javon, I'm her biggest fan. Of course I watched every show, every episode. See, I just, I just, yeah. wanted, I just wanted to push that fan button right there. I just wanted to yeah, make well, sure. Was that definitely, you. it was definitely that. Maybe that'll bring it back a memory now. It was on the Clifton Davis show. It was a okay. Christmas time because thing. The other one I was thinking of, I did a, a big Christmas special with uh, Bing Crosby. Oh, no, wow. I don't think it was Bing Crosby. And I'm pretty sure it was Clifton Davis. Okay. It was Clifton well, Davis. I'm sure of that. You know the difference between the t- two of them. I'm sure. I think yeah. I can. I can possibly tell them apart. I believe. I believe. <laughs> That's funny. You know, ladies, it's been a pleasure. It's been thank a pleasure. You so much, thank you so much. Thank you for calling. Thank you for taking my call. Have a blessed day, everyone. Okay. Bye bye. And you know, you know why I thought about um, the Clifton Davis uh, Noble Moore show is because just recently. I don't know. You know, I, I'm one of those people that like to look at old footage and videos, and I ran across some um, Clifton Davis and Mel, Melba Moore specials. Um, one when y'all had, um, what's her name, Gene uh, uh, Stapleton as a guest. Oh, I love that one. Oh, my God. We were singing the Aretha Franklin song. Yes. He would have killed no. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> it was extremely she was so cute and and um those 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 shows are are up on YouTube. It's amazing. You yeah. can watch them, yeah. you know. Um I yeah. don't want to um I love YouTube for that. Just see who we haven't reached yet. I think 6936 six, six, are the last four digits of your number. What's your name and where you call Sounds like a baby. <laughs> six nine three six. What's your name and where are you calling from? Hello. Hi. What's your name and where are you calling from? Oh, hi. <laughs> You're messing with my granddaughter. <laughs> I heard I am. <laughs> I'm in Bedford Heights, Ohio. I had a chance to meet Miss Melba when she came to Mount Zion back in November, and I just wanted to say hi, God bless you, oh, and thank hi. you so much for blessing us with your music. Thank <laughs> you. Thanks for calling in. How's it going? Yes, I'm a big oh. fan of yours. I've listened to your music ever since I was a teenager, and I'm still listening because this is you are one of the true divas that we have left. I just wanted to let you, you know that and say thank God you. bless you. You're welcome. You thank have a good day and stay safe. All right. Well, thank you so much for calling in. 
You're welcome. <laughs> bye bye now. Thank you. Bye. Wow. See, you 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 are really a blessing to people, and I I wanna uh read a few of the comments that people have written. Callie West says that she loves Melba Moore, but who doesn't? I mean, come on. We all do. Thank you. Rona Roe Bennett said beautiful. Beautiful. And she has hearts and hands up in the air and all of those. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I think that's the, I, if I'm not mistaken, I think Rona Bennett is Rona Bennett of the legendary in um, so I'm thinking that's who that is. And if that is the case, then that is absolutely a yeah. Okay. Wow. Look at that. I mm-hmm. had no idea. Antoinette. Mm-hmm. No, I'm sorry. Don't get mad, Antoine. His name Antoine. is Antoine. I said Antoine. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to get myself beat up, Ms. Moore. <laughs> no, no, don't do that. <laughs> I try not to. Antoine Anansi said, hi, ladies, how are you? And this is amazing. So I just wanted to shout out everybody. And, you know, I just want to, I want to ask you a little bit about your amazing career, singing. And, the, you know, you still sing from your heart and soul when it, as it appears. You make it look easy, but I feel like it's coming from a deep place. Where, where did the love of music or the love of singing come from? I think it came from my family. Um, and from sometimes, would you say absence makes the heart grow fonder? I didn't have a great, great close and functioning family, which can be said of many African-Americans because of the way we came here, especially older generations. <clears throat> but my mother uh, had me out of wedlock. I mean, I didn't have – my father wasn't there uh, didn't have siblings and um, uh, aunts and uncles around to, to even tell me what my history was. And uh, my uh, natural father was a, a, a very famous musician by the name of Teddy Hill. He was a band leader, so it's in my genes. I'm sure that's part of it. But I didn't even know that I could sing a song until my mother married my stepfather, who raised me, and he was an incredible father, but he also had a son and a daughter. So that meant <clears throat> now I had a sister and a brother. I actually had a family. And um, he and my mother uh, worked together as musicians. He was a piano player, and she sang with him. So <clears throat> they started out with a duo, but then they added um, more pieces of bass and drums and guitar. So they actually had, like, you know, um, what do you call it? Not a quartet. It was a four, four or five pieces. Anyway, they used to rehearse in our house, and my, my stepfather made me and my stepbrother take piano lessons, so now I started to study music and become actually intimately involved, and I'm leaving some things out because I've told the story so many times, I forget some of the pieces, but the main thing is becoming intimately acquainted with an instrument when you don't know how to communicate and you don't, you're you're not used to being around people, you get totally, 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 totally absorbed in that, and very often that's the way artists are inclined to be anyway, very introspective. And, of course, there's no coincidence that I wind up being spiritual. But thank God I didn't wind up doing voodoo <laughs> instead of Christianity. Right. Because these, when you, you don't have the, uh, the communal um, education of a family, that's the first society, it's a family. That's how God created it. He said it. 
You know, I created man to be with me and to worship me, and I created a woman for him. When you don't have those things, you don't function properly. But <clears throat> being an artist and, and a musician um, in the DNA, you have these inclinations to go introspective and wonder, you know, why is the sky blue? And, of course, you're a kid, you're curious and all of that. But I, th- I think that's why the deep passion for love came. I'm, not, I'm trying to make a little bit shorter than, than what it would be. But, <clears throat> like, when uh, my mother uh, married my stepfather, we moved from New York City to Newark, New Jersey. Once it was time to go to high school, arts high, I didn't want to go like the south side or, or the west side or east side, one of the uh, regular public schools. I wanted to major in music then. I really had gotten totally um, committed to it. Of course, my father was a, a, a well-studied musician, him, my stepfather. He was an arranger. He was the leader of the band, So he, he and he was an excellent, excellent, excellent father. So he was disciplined, even though they were on the road all the time. We we had discipline. We 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 had um, schedules. We 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 were orderly. We, we uh, you know my, I, I learned to fight on the streets of New York City. But my father said I couldn't beat my brother down no more. I learned how to talk. <laughs> and so many things that are associated to me with discipline and passion of the arts and music. I went to an incredible. Uh, art and music high school mm-hmm. had great 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 teachers I actually majored in music so and when I started school in New York City I went to St. Thomas Aquinas um, Catholic School you have discipline I guess it's no oh this too it's, it's no coincidence to me I've been through a lot of different religions but through my studies and through all of the emotional and whatever else experience you have as a human being I discovered that the Catholic Church is the church that Jesus started, so I figure he know what he's talking about. So I would stick with that one. But there's great discipline there. That's a kind of the base, kind of a basis for uh, um, formal study, starting from uh, for everybody, for this country, for the for the European world. It started with the Catholic religion, which is started with Jesus. So those kinds of disciplines and passions, I think I was blessed so that even though things were crazy and scattered. There was always that kind of skeletal foundation to go back to. You're going to your your bones. That's who you really are. It's not just what you've been taught. Mhm, mhm. And of course, you know, black people are passionate. What can I tell you? This is true. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. We are, if nothing else, um, Ulysses wanted to remind you and everyone that. You did his uncle's show on October 28th, 1971. His uncle being Flip Wilson. Oh. You did that show with the Smothers Brothers. Wow. Wow. Isn't that amazing? Isn't that amazing? Well, those were breakthroughs too, especially like, you know, for people like Flip Wilson when we had that. <clears throat> black comedians or artists in that kind of stature on television or that kind of success. It was a breakthrough for many of us. Let me ask mm-hmm. you a question that I've asked um, a few other, well, very few others, probably only one or two other people. Um, is there a question that you are not normally asked by people like ourselves in these kinds of situations and during interviews. Is there any question that you wish people would ask you that they don't really, that we don't ask? No, I, I mean, especially these days, I think, say for, for instance, people like you that are starting podcasts and <clears throat> talk shows, 
in new areas. That's that's where we, you and I met. You know, in some cases, if you're inexperienced, maybe you talk about you you ask questions that are very simple or whatever. Uh, <clears throat> but depending on what your background is, I think, um, and what the time is, you'll ask questions that are pertinent to that that um, that time and, and those people. So I kind of go by that. I, I I don't have anything that I necessarily want to talk about that I don't talk about because I, I try to keep it like really basic and that's who you are and and if, the interview is not for me, it's for people. So mm-hmm. I, they're probably if I was just thinking about my brothers, I would think of things. Well, I want to talk about this. I would, no. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's for you and to make sure that you know what I'm doing. That's currently, you know, if. Uh, Okay, I'm, an, I'm an, art, an artist that's been around for a long time, so I'm, I might be talking to people who don't know that I have such and such a, such out. Well, I want them to know. That, Wait a minute, I'm still here, you know, <laughs> things like that. But generally speaking, I just enjoy having the conversation, whatever it's about, you know. Absolutely, everybody, please purchase this CD. This CD is bad, Melbourne Moore. Um, before you go though. There's two things I, I would um, ask of you. Um, a, can we have a drop for the show? Absolutely. Tell me, just tell me what to say when you're ready. Okay. Hi, this is Melba Moore, and you're listening to Brunch in the Basement with Javon and Therese. Okay, Brunch in the Basement. With Javon and Therese. Right. And then maybe a second one for our new ready. We more. I, I did uh, let people who know you know that we have a 24-hour internet radio station. And your your music is played. And it, it's it's great. And we have some drops that go there as well. Um, okay. The call letters are WJBR Internet Radio. Um, WJR? So, yeah. Uh, okay. WJBR. Oh, radio. Yes. J as in Javon. B as in basement radio. Okay. No. WJBR internet. So if you could do both. Hi, this is Melbourne Moore. You're listening to Brunch in the Basement with Javon and Therese. And hi, this is Melbourne Moore. You're listening to WJBR internet radio. I know it's a lot, but we love you. Thank you. <laughs> Let's see if I can do it. Okay. Hi, this is Melba Moore, and you're listening to Brunch in the Basement with Javon and Therese. <laughs> okay, let's see. <laughs> uh, WJBR, Internet Radio. Okay. <clears throat> Hi, this is Melba Moore. You're listening to WJBR Internet Radio. We love it. We love you. Now, the other thing I want to do, Rezzy, you know what I want to do. Rapid fire. Rapid fire with the auntie. Yeah, the big one. Okay. Now, you've watched the show enough times to know what it is, but we're going to ask Therese to let you know anyway, for clarity. Sure. Okay. Auntie Melba, rapid fire is a word association game. I take five words and then Javon goes after me and she takes five words. We say five words and the we'll go one at a time. And we want you to say the first thing that comes to mind when we say these words. It gives the audience a little uh, behind the peak. 
behind the scenes peek about what goes on in your your um in your psyche a bit. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Great. So I'm gonna go first and I'm gonna say five words and then Javon's gonna go after me. Ready? Yes. Love. Coming at you. <laughs> Community. Service. God. Help me. I'll do another one. Uh, I'll say, um, bless America. Hope. Uh, let me see. A bunch of things come to mind, okay? Be not deferred. Music. Heals the soul. Thank you. Javon, you're up next. Okay. Obama. Yay! (laughs) (laughs) Sensitivity. Okay, sensitivity. Good feelings. Peaceful. Mind. Old fashioned. Old or all? Old. O L D. Oh, okay. Music. Station. Good. Great. Thank you. Thank you, and thank you. You are just a blessing. Oh, I, oh, I love the radio <laughs> <laughs> That was fun. more like clapping. <laughs> it might be my phone. <laughs> this sounds like static, huh? Okay, all right. I'll I'll, I'll work on that. I'll email. Yeah. <laughs> well, it Can might not be you. I'm not sure. No, it's probably me. It's probably <laughs> me. Can you tell everyone what to follow you? Obviously, people are following you on IG like crazy because a lot of um a, a lot of your IG followers hit us up today. So yeah, um, right. yeah. What what's your handle? How can they? How can people reach you? Uh, Melba Moore one, Melba one, um, melbamore dot com my uh, website. You can also um, just find out what I'm doing on YouTube. Absolutely, you absolutely. Everybody, please go to iTunes, buy the CD, digital copies. You can get it online. And Rezzy. And we um, on IG, she's Melba One More. That's a tag, Melba One More. Shout out to Ron Richardson, who's always holding us back. Happy appreciate Love you, Ron. You can find me at Therese Michelle, T-R-E-Z-M-Y-T-H-E-L-E, on all social media platforms. And I am Javon on Twitter, WJBR Internet on Twitter as well. I am Javon, 
somewhere else, but Javon Armstrong basically on Facebook for me. Um, and on Facebook, we are also in the basement with Javon and Tourette. And on YouTube, we are WJBR Radio. Please subscribe, like everything you just heard. And, you know, I know I said I'm ready to go, and I know I know you need to go, Auntie Mel, but I just want to talk really briefly about this song, Call Me. Oh, Call Me. Oh, yeah. I got so much stuff out. I forgot about that one. You yes. know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, that one's special. Okay. Yes. Well, it's another special. They're all special. This is a duet with Shirley Murdoch. And it occurred mm-hmm. because um, I was on the road with uh, my first gospel musical. Was, well, it was one of the first gospel musicals that was out before Tyler Perry. Tyler Perry picked it up with... Uh, um, the Medea series and all of that, but it was really started by a man by the name of Michael Matthews. And um, while I was out on the road, I met Shirley Murdoch. And um, I was out on the road with that uh, gospel play because basically at that time I had lost everything. And as a matter of fact, I was living on the road. I was homeless. And um, I didn't have, um, I didn't know where my daughter was. I have one daughter, didn't know where she was. And it was just a really, really, really difficult and sad and stressful time for me. And uh, um, I, I was a born-again Christian, and I had discovered that, but I was not raised in the traditional church, so I didn't know any of the songs. <laughs> you talk about a baby, I, what was a fish out of water, not a baby. But uh, uh, So I, I um, asked Shirley, to please write and produce some songs for me, and she and her husband Dale DeGroat consented to do it. And they really, basically, I mean, they charged me some small amount of money to just to to actually physically do the work. But they really didn't charge me to do it, and they gave me the song to do with whatever I want. She, she said, "Oh, she told me I didn't know the you know the the church lingo." She said, "You have to tell your story." And um, I know that in the theater, that's an autobiography. But she said, no, you have to tell your testimony. I didn't know what that was. But she she told me, I'm going to write you songs, and you can tell what happened to you, what Jesus did for you in your life. So those were my first gospel songs. Most of them are actually on this recording. There's songs that I discovered and found when I really didn't have anything else. And I was born again, but I didn't have any songs. And so I had to go. In other words, I'm the executive producer of, of uh, the uh, album, the day I turned to you, and one of the great songs on it is a, uh, a duet that Shirley condescended because you know she don't be singing no backup for nobody. I mean she <laughs> might, but she ain't no backup singer. So just to say t- how special the song is, that one and uh, I'm still here. She wrote that one for me, and um, um, Yahweh. I think there were three songs. There's three songs on there, but you asked me about Call Me. That yeah. was a duet. Yes, and I, I'd like to play that on the out. So, well, I got to play that, and then I got to play um, You Stepped Into My Life. But I, I just wanted to to thank you, and I wanted to get a backstory on that song. Because I, I think Call Me was amazing. And, um, yeah, well, nobody, you, you, nobody you, but Yes, when you listen to it, of course, you can hear her incredible voice. But what's so wonderful to me about it is Dale DeGroats, her husband, arrangement of it is so clean. It's, it's, it's so 
clear. There's not a whole lot of stuff going on in it. You can hear just the tastefulness of each instrument and how they dovetail with each other and how they complement each voice and how she comes in and out with me to, to help me sing the song and leave me my space. Because they, they produce this for me. I'm saying all this because when you listen to it, you hear it all. But I'm telling you what you hear. <laughs> well, you I'm so what? pleased and grateful for it. <laughs> that's, a, that's a beautiful thing. That's a beautiful thing because, you know, one one thing I'm interested in is listening to music from different perspectives and ah. listening with a musician's ear maybe. Yeah, and that's different. With yeah. a singer's ear and with yep. a Ear, you know, to to be able to hear the song, the the um, hear it in in its entirety in from different yes. angles. You know what I mean? Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. very very much interested in that. Is it um, the joy of actually kind of getting inside of it? You know? Yeah, yeah. Because you know, music is amazing. I don't even care if what yeah. whatever genre it is. Um, that doesn't matter. Yeah, and, and sometimes you you you're listening to a song that you kind of jam into, and you listen to it again, and only pay attention to the strings, and it's like right. wow. Or you only right. listen to what the percussion is doing, and you know if you take a song and break it down like that audibly, and then listen to it again all together, it, it takes on a whole different feel. And I point that out in Call Me because there's so few mi- instruments in it. Almost anybody, even if you're not necessarily a uh, you know musician or a skilled listener, you can appreciate it from those points of view because they keep it so clean, so you can hear every little thing, even the little symbols and how tasty they are. You you know you don't have to be a skilled listener to hear the the just the joy, the beauty, the the, the strength of it. And then you yeah. know when uh, Shirley come rolling in there with with her wrist. <laughs> Yes, the roller. It's, it's one of my it's one of my favorites. And when I when I um do my gospel music uh, set, I always play it. I just you know I just wanted to thank you so much for for talking about that and the symbols. I love that. It's, I guess that, I had as good a time as you. Thank you. Yes, Therese, um describes music and with the, with that sort of it's tasty, you know, she'll say mm-hmm, things like mm-hmm. that as well. Yeah, so that your senses can experience it, you know. That's one of the, the horrible things about this virus. Not that I want to sense anything, but you don't know. You, you're, we are beings of sense, sensitivities. And we're deprived of even knowing who the enemy is with this. But when God gives you something, he He wants you to experience it. He brings it through the Spirit, but it's He He brings it by the Spirit, but He eventually gives you the proof of it. Through your senses, that's what he gave them to you for, and I think that's why we enjoy it so much. Why music can actually really be a healer and just change things for the better, because that's the way God created it for, for its full use of it. So, we, we, and this is like you know eating eating the um, the dessert first. Yeah, <laughs> it's enjoyable. Yeah, I often do. <laughs> yeah. I want to thank you again, Auntie Melba. And by the way, for those of you who uh, check out our um, our website, wjbrinternet.com, or, yeah, that's it, wjbrinternet.com, um, please pick up some of our merchandise, like this fabulous cup or shirt 
or whatever, and take pictures, <laughs> take pictures. I wanted to give a shout-out to Mr. Nathan James, who took a picture in a shirt that he purchased from the website. We appreciate your support. Um, everything that you purchase, the funds go back into ensuring that the show goes on, ensuring that the website stays up. So thank you so very much. And with that, I know your ears are salivating and you are hungry now <laughs> for the music. Ooh, like, oh, your senses. Oh, oh, I want to hear it. I want to see it. Yes. Thank you so much, Auntie Melba. Oh, thank you. And Fred, you know I love you. And everybody, thank you for your support and for watching and listening. It's my boy Shirley Murdoch with Call Me. When you're down and out, and you need a this one last jam. You cannot sit and talk with Melba Moore or even talk about Melba Moore. You can't do it. Can't. Can't do it. It ain't right. Mm. If you don't know about stepping into your life. That woman is freaking amazing. Alright? So, this coming Wednesday, we have Oya, who's going to help us get our lives right and bring some sunshine to our lives. And we're going to have another surprise pop-up show for you one day this week. I don't know yet which day. We're going to make that happen. 
and plus we're going to need you once we figure out what we, when we're going to do what we're going to do. All right? And uh, everybody, you got your shoes on, get ready to step. <clears throat>
needs to step outside, but when you listen to that song, there are there's so much tasty instrumentation. Yes. I mean, the strings, even that, what? I mean, it's just like, is insane. That song is insane, and that's why it has longevity. See, we ain't just going to play it for you. We're going to explain it to you. Brings you back to that analog, warm, warm analog, where you can hear every Thump of the fender bass, the strings, everything is just tasty. And you have what you want to groove to in that jam right there. So, Therese, you know, I'm dismissing everyone else so that they can enjoy the rest of the day. You and I have a meeting with Pops, apparently. Yep, yep. So, everyone else. Please enjoy the rest of your day. Whatever you do, stay safe. If you go out, unfortunately, I'm going to ask and really demand that you cover up, wear a mask, make it tasty, and keep some water with you so you can kind of go up under the mask, stay hydrated, mask back down. If you are going to go into stores or you're going to be sitting down, even if you're sitting on the bench, I'm sorry, you're going to touch it cover it up. You got to wear gloves. You got to wear gloves and you got to wear that mask. Do not touch your face. It, these are the rules. This is a, it's a new world, man. So please be safe. Gloves, mask. If you're going for a walk, you probably don't need the gloves. Keep I don't know. Lord knows. I don't know. Don't listen. Be safe. Yeah. And um, so happy to be in the number. Peace. Peace. Exactly. Don't go nowhere. Go nowhere. I said, don't go nowhere. To rest somewhere. I said, don't go nowhere.